Welcome to Nashville Restaurant Radio, a podcast for and about the people of the Nashville restaurant scene. Now here's your host, the CEO of New Light Hospitality Solutions, Brandon Still. Hello, Music City, and welcome to the Nashville Restaurant Radio Roundup, presented by Springer Mountain Farms Chicken. My name is Brandon Still, and this is my co-host, the, e- the editor of Eater Nashville, Delia Joe Ramsey. Hi. And Delia, with all the craziness that's happening in this world right now, I met with Howie Kahn a couple days ago, and he said, one of the most important questions that we can ask people right now is, how are you, how are you today? I mean, that's, that's a question that I haven't shied away from in the last 24 months of my life. I think I've alienated a few Uber drivers and random yoga instructors with my answers um, of truth. And a lot of times my answers have not been good, but today I can say I'm doing well. Um, it's been a tough week. Professionally, there's a lot of things changing and I feel kind of out of the loop because everything's so different, but I'm okay. How are you? I'm doing well. I mean, I think all things considered, I'm, um, I think I've got a pretty good group of friends that I've been talking to and I'm doing a lot of introspection. And um, while there's a lot of uncertainty, I feel optimistic and hopeful. So that's, um, that's good. How was your week this week? I've kind of been on a similar journey of self-reflection and um, trying to process a lot of things that I needed to work through. So that's been good to have the time to do that again, while also trying to learn and open myself up to, to the current climate. And also, I feel like I need to just confessional here. I ate vegan queso this week. <clears throat> vegan queso. So if I'm off my game, it's probably like the lack of dairy. I don't know. That's not really queso then. No, it's not. No, it's vegan. That's why I'm confessing this. I know. That's why I'm confessing this. Okay. Well, hey, sometimes you just got to get it out. This is the format but for that. Then last night I went and had like real deal, like meat, cheese, tacos, and then got three desserts. So I kind of made up for it. But <laughs> Why three desserts? Because I was bored and I hadn't been to this place before. So, you know. Where'd but. you go? I went to a place down on Nolensville Pike, Coacana. It's an ice cream spot and they have homemade popsicles and ice cream and all kinds of fun desserts. So I just had to, nice. get, yeah, I had to get three and eat them in my car. So how was your week? My week was fantastic. We started the week off here at Nashville Restaurant Radio with an interview with Kim Totsky. Uh, she's the COO of the Turnip Truck. And we just had such a wonderful time talking. I've known Kim for like 20 years and just getting to catch up with her and find out, you know, her house was wrecked during the tornado. And then they opened a brand new grocery store like a month later in the middle of a pandemic. So she just was kind of the opposite of everybody else. She, her house got pretty much torn down in a tornado. She get her family together and then she went like a million miles an hour and just hearing her story was very inspiring to me. So she's just an amazing person. We also had Eric Cacciatore on the show and he's the host of Restaurant Unstoppable, which is the world's number one restaurant industry podcast. And I just love talking to him. I love collaborating and just talking about what happens inside the business of a restaurant. It's so much fun for me. It's really my wheelhouse. So we got to just kind of gab and talk about opportunities and ideas. And that was a really fun podcast. And then finished the week off with Howie Kahn. Howie Kahn's a James Beard award-winning writer and author. And we got to just kind of talk about the state of the world. And his perspective was so, so global versus just 
I feel like I live in Nashville and I have my perspective here, but hearing somebody who lives in Brooklyn, who's speaking to, he has a podcast called Takeaway Only, and he's speaking to people like Jose Andres and Eric Repair. And he had Julia Sullivan from Henry to Red on his show. And he's just such a, a such an amazing soul. And it was really a nice way to kind of finish up the week of interviews. So I felt good. I felt good going to the week and I'm excited about today. I mean, today is a pretty fun day being the first episode of the Nashville Restaurant Radio Roundup presented by Springer Mountain Farms. So I wanted to give a little setup for what this show is going to be like. And one thing that I hear a lot of is um, there's just so many restaurants opening in Nashville. Maybe this is pre-pandemic, but one of the things is hard if you just live in Nashville to keep up with everything that's happening in this town. So one of the things that we're going to be doing is while I'm doing in-depth interviews with chefs and people in the business throughout the week, you as the editor of Eater Nashville, you're in the scene all the time also finding out the scoop on just kind of everything that's going on in town. And so that's what we're going to be doing. We're going to join together to create a weekly show that showcases all the city's restaurant scene has to offer. Um, We're going to be offering up the newest openings, announcements, job offerings, best happy hours, you know, the best brunch spots. We'll also be offering a list of a weekly list of the can't miss restaurants. So you can always be up to date. Um, There's going to be a top 10 hottest restaurants right now, top 10 local favorites, like must hits Nashville 101. And then Brandon's going to highlight one local legend. In addition, I'm going to launch what's the dealio, which is my take on something interesting that's happening that's upsetting me or that's exciting in the restaurant scene and we will get into that a little bit later i am so excited for that segment of this show i don't even know what to do with myself (laughs) yes all right so yes what's the deal it's going to be a fun um a fun fun segment indeed so all of this is made possible through our sponsors. And I want to talk a little bit about why you're going to hear about the sponsors throughout the show. These are not just sponsors. These are recommended vendors that we ask you to support. I've vetted these people. I personally endorse these people that are advertising on our show. We are never going to take compensation from any locally owned and operated restaurant. So one of our goals is we want to help support the community and bring amazing dining to you, the listener, and we're never going to take any money from conversation from restaurants. So when you hear the show, you hear us talking about people, there's no paid placements. These are just places that are doing a fantastic job and we want to highlight them. So the companies who sponsor the show are showing a commitment to supporting them. So please visit our website at nashvillerestaurantradio.com. Click the sponsor page and we have a bunch of special offers. We highlight all the sponsors on this show on that page. There's links to click and please go support them. And um, we appreciate their support very much. What's, what's going on on today's show, Delia? So today's show is going to be a little different from future shows. We're excited to get to the future format, but right now the city is under a lot of turmoil. You can't sit at a bar yet. Live music isn't what it used to be in Nashville and restaurants can't seat at full capacity yet. So we're going to start off with a guide to pandemic dining. So from like temperature scans when you walk in to scannable menus, um, the show is here to inform you of some etiquette that will help you have a better experience when you get back to dining out in Nashville. 
Yeah, I mean, I think I think that as we start off this, one of the things people are nervous about, if you haven't gone out to eat yet, I think there's some some trepidation as far as what's going to happen when I go out to eat? Am I going to do the right thing? So we thought we would start off and just kind of give you a heads up. So one of the things we recommend is that you can plan ahead. So if you know where you're going to go eat, making a reservation is helpful. Right now, letting restaurants know you're going to be there and showing up there on time is very important. One of the things you're going to notice when you walk in the door, and I don't know what your personal preference is on face masks, but it is respectful when you walk into a public space like that to have a face mask on. So while the staff has to wear face masks and you go into a restaurant, you do not have to. But when you walk in the restaurant, if you have a face mask on, it's very helpful and it shows a sign of respect to people that work there. When you get to your table, when you sit down at your table, you're going to be a socially distanced six feet away from everybody else. I think at that point, it's appropriate to go ahead and take your face mask off because like it's been said, you obviously cannot eat food or drink drinks with a face mask on. But when you walk in, it's just a nice thing to do. And be prepared. They may ask to check your temperature when you walk in the door. Um, that's something that the, the restaurants have been asked to do. Another thing is, before you go, if you can have a chance to look at the menu, looking at a menu is a great way to kind of help the process. Because a lot of places right now don't have their standard menus. They'll have a QR code that you can scan on your phone. So if you don't like reading a menu on your phone, pull up a menu on your PC at home or on your tablet that you might be able to read a little better and get an idea of what you may want. So if you get to that point, you sit down at a table, it's super respectful also to the service staff because they have to wear masks. If you pay attention, and I don't say that like in a rude way, like pay attention, but when a, when a server comes up and they have a mask on and they are talking to you, sometimes it's hard to understand what they're saying. And if you're looking at your phone or you're looking at one of the, the single serve menus or just talking to somebody, it's hard to hear what they say. And they have to repeat it over and over again. It just makes a challenge. So they're just getting a drink order or telling you about specials. Just give them your undivided attention. It's something that will help very, very, very much. So um, that's, that's where I'm starting as you get in to do that. There's a couple things. Delia, what do you got? I mean, first off, I think it goes without saying, but if you have good service, please tip at a minimum 20%. More is better. These people have been out of work. These people are coming back. This is, these are the front line. They're trying to provide you a service and a good experience outside of your home. And they're, they have families and they've been on unemployment and they are learning this new normal and wearing masks for entire shifts and trying to figure out new menus and new situations. And so just please taking care of the good people that are working in these restaurants. There are so many people that are out of work and I think it's so important to point out that you take care of them in this Amen. day, especially, always, but in this day, especially. Um, next up, the things not to do right now, do not blast, look at the cat, I don't know, do not blast <laughs> on Yelp. For instance, um, if the restaurant you want to order from isn't open yet and you can't place an order online yet for takeout, do not write a one-star review because they weren't open at the time you wanted them to be open. Do not blast them because the takeout presentation wasn't quite the presentation you expected inside a restaurant. I mean, just, there are things that I think that people don't take up with management that management would love to fix, especially right now. They want you to be happy. They want you to enjoy your first experience outside of your home. And I think it's just so important to not, not be blasting these restaurants. They're doing the best they can. They've been closed for three months. They've been shifting to takeout. They've been 
adapting on a daily basis to to the current climate. And so this is a future topic on what's the dealia, but these bad Yelp reviews right now are ridiculous. Yeah, and I, I, I amen to that too. I mean, if you can, if you contact a manager after your meal, a lot of the locally owned and operated restaurants in town, these are owners, these are people that have been closed for a while and they absolutely care about your opinion. And if you let them know something that, if you have an idea that might help them, this is all new. I mean, everything that we're doing is brand new to everybody. So, I mean, try and take a couple steps in their shoes before you just go to an internet platform and blast them because that's just, I can't wait to hear your what's the deal on that. That's, it's gonna be- I'm collecting, one. yes, I'm collecting information. <laughs> So if you have more information, um, send us messages on our Facebook page at Nashville Restaurant Radio and our um, Instagram page and use the hashtag The Roundup. So we have a first, our first actual segment uh, is going to be sponsored by Mobile Fixture. And these are the guys you need to call if you yourself want to open a restaurant. Not only do they have everything you need to outfit your kitchen, they will help you design it, they'll install it and make, it, make sure you know how it all works. Uh, they have put together some of the best kitchens in Nashville, as discussed with President Ben Whitlock uh, on Nashville Restaurant Radio the week before last. That guy was just an amazing guy, and his interview was just excellent. It's very telling, some good, good stories there. It's only fitting that they would sponsor our new restaurant opening segment. So, Delia, who, who are the places that have opened? What, what are some cool new places you can tell us about? Yeah, so... So we're still technically in, we're in pandemic mode. So there haven't been as many openings as normal. So I thought I'd go back and touch on a few that have happened since things closed down in March. First off, um, opened in late March, which feels like yesterday, but also 10 years ago right now. If you're not familiar with Sean Brock's Joyland in East Nashville. Oh. Have you been yet? I have. Twice. Okay. Okay. Um, it's a must for takeout right now. That's not open. It's not open for dining yet, but I can't wait until I can do that right there. But I currently just have a picnic in my car whenever I do this, but it is a family friendly ode to old school fast food restaurants. There are burgers, amazing biscuits, fried chicken sandwiches. There's chicken on a stick, which is an Oxford, Mississippi tradition. I actually just learned about, um, milkshakes. And the cool thing about it is He's opening Audrey maybe later this year, maybe next year, but you've got world-class chefs serving you up burgers and biscuits, takeout delivery style on your car. And I think it's a super exciting opening for Nashville. I'd like to add that the Mexican Coke in a bottle and the waffle fries are fire. Yes, always. Yes. There we go. Always one with the Mexican Coke. Um, next up that opened in late March was Tenfold Brewing. That's uh, Hunter Hackinson from Nectar and Edgar Penley's Pizza and Brewery Spot in Donaldson. Um, Black Dynasty Ramen opened. They were doing pop-ups around town for the last year, and they found a home in Bar Sovereign, which I am super excited about, which is kind of near my neighborhood, and I have frequented this back alley ramen situation. You can't dine in yet. Again, I cannot wait until I can. But until then, he is doing super cool ramen. They're making their own noodles. They are making dumplings, they're doing fried rice, just every day is an adventure and you order through Venmo, pick up, contact list again, super safe situation for people who don't feel ready to dine out yet. Have you tried it yet? I have not, wow. I have not, but not yet. But I'm like hearing you talk and looking in your eyes, I'm like, you're like 
the level of excitement you have going on, I'm like, I know what I'm doing for dinner tonight. Go call Chef Rooney. He'll um, get you some good ramen. Yeah. Yep. Um, hot and new, like in the last couple of weeks, we've got Ladybird Taco, which just opened on 10th. These are some Texas style tacos, breakfast tacos, queso. Of course, I had to drop in the queso reference. Some amazing flour and corn tortillas. And they're also just open for takeout, but super excited about uh, Ladybird opening. Also, Lanyap Po Boys, which comes to us from the Eater Nashville Restaurant of the Year last year, Pelican and Pig owners. Nick and Audra are killing it. They like sold out of bread the first, I think the first day, I think they sold out of their bread they got from New Orleans for these po' boys. And we have missed soft shell crab season now. That was, that was amazing. You can also get um, Nashville hot oyster po' boys, muffalettas, and her praline. They're just incredible. So again, um, there might be a way to be patient. Um, you can call in or go in and order and then again, take it out. That's amazing. So of new opens, some restaurants have shifted a little bit. Yes. So one thing that I noted this week was that Nikki's has shifted to a fast casual mode, which I'm super excited to check out. And Margot has added breakfast because of course Marche closed, but um, they've added breakfast and lunch now. So that's kind of a return to their roots and something to not be sad about, but excited that you can experience breakfast there right now. And what are some things that are coming soon? So there are a lot of things to look forward to still. Um, some, some dates are known, some are not. But Ford Fry's seafood restaurant in Germantown, The Optimist, is coming in the next couple of weeks. Uh, this space looks like it's going to be super cool. He's got another like a live music place that's going to be coming eventually. But I believe yeah, in two weeks, The Optimist will be open. Set Sun is coming to Van Dyke. Um, little hotel space in East Nashville Five Points and of course uh, Jason Zygmunt's ricotta agnolotti is one of my favorite dishes and was Eater Nashville's dish of the year last year so I'm excited to be able to have a return to that. He's also doing an all-day cafe in this space. There's gonna be his bagels that he's making so I'm super excited to see how that plays out and uh, Trevor the former chef at the Catbird Seat is opening Locust soon finally we've been we've been waiting on this one for a few years too and that's gonna be in 12 South I heard there's a walk-up window for the um, shaved ice and his dumplings are just incredible if you have not tried them all right that's good stuff um, also I believe we're about ready to talk about the newest iteration of the Catbird Seat and um, also hearing that the former chefs from the Catbird Seat might be opening something in Nashville so something else to kind of stay on the edge of your seats for really hot take hot, hot take no take. something to look forward to because it was one of the best meals i had last year so all right well definitely i i gotta get into this real quick so if people don't know you you actually have a license plate on the front of your car you don't have to in in nashville what does the license plate on the front of your car say it says i love queso you are the queso queen is that, is that an accurate statement? Um, I, don't, I don't even remember how this happened, but I think it happened because I ate like so many quarts of queso that like, I think it's <laughs> my veins. And at some point there was this declaration of, sure, I'm the queso queen. And so I had this front plate on my car when I lived in Texas. You had to have one. And I had this personalized pink plate that spelled out I heart K-S-O. And so then when I moved, 
there were no front plates here. So my dad had this one made and it says, I love queso. And it's, it's a little extra, but I guess I'm a little extra. So, <laughs> but that's, so that's one of, but that's also your thing. And I love that about you. And when you were on national restaurant radio, when I interviewed you and your cat is hilarious, by the way, behind yeah. you, it's like, he just climbed up oh, going to the other room now. He's been photobombing you the entire time we've Our been time. talking. This is fantastic. I just love it. But you, I, I asked you about what's your favorite queso? And I said, I like white cheese. The cheese, you're like, that's not queso. And I was like, wow, she's, I like she's, all she's passionate. I'm passionate about all melted cheese. <laughs> so there it is. If you hear her talking about queso with extra passion, now you know. <laughs> So I'll bring on to the other part of this section. She talked about all of the fun, happy things about opening restaurants and new things to come. We're going to be covering that for you weekly. But sadly, the pandemic has claimed some restaurants here in Nashville. And unfortunately, I feel like this is going to be a segment that we're going to continue to be talking about because there's going to be more of these. But uh, Shalimar, Green Hills, um, has closed. We're not reopening. But we do hear that there's a Kickstarter. Uh, for people trying to bring Shalimar back. So I don't, I haven't seen it. I just go check it out. Find a Kickstarter for Shalimar. Google it. If you want to donate, you want to get the thing back up and running. I think that there's an opportunity to do that. Um, Jess and Trey, who had the best designed restaurant 2019 from Eater Nashville at the Green Pheasant has announced that they will not reopen. And that is probably one of the saddest things I've heard because you don't get to more amazing people in the city who just take so much pride and love in one space and they just put it all together and the food was amazing the drink list was amazing um oh, i'm gonna miss that bathroom they had the heated seats in the bathroom <laughs> yeah i mean they just thought of everything i mean it's just such a passion project yeah. so green pheasant will not be reopening um but Good news, 210 Jack, their other outpost, is open now. You can get food at 210 Jack. So do that. Go support them. And if you see Jazz or Trey, give them a big hug because uh, th this is a tough time for them. Uh, Marche has officially uh, not reopened. and But good news is they are, Margot has opened for breakfast. So they're doing a lot of the brunch stuff that Marche was doing at Margot. Yeah. And the staff is there. And the staff is at Margot from Marche. So that's good. Yes. So they brought the staff over too. So we're getting kind of, we're just combining things there, which is good. Hopefully that um, streamlines everything and it's a help to them. Uh, Antonio's Bellevue has closed and the Garden Brunch Cafe on Jefferson Street. It's an amazing, um, amazing brunch place on Jefferson Street. That's sad to, to have them go away. Aladdin's Hookah Bar in Hillsborough Village and the Charcoal Cowboy has closed their brick and mortar. I think they're just going back to being a food truck. Um, so, Hopefully we don't have a ton more of those to report on and that list is, is growing, but we will keep you up to date weekly on our Friday show, the roundup. So natural transition here is to jobs. Um, the best place to find them is locally owned and operated foeandbo.com. That's F-O-H and B-O-H.com. And this is a website for hospitality professionals looking for fantastic opportunities in the restaurant business. This is people that really care about their craft and Go and they, this is a website where you can create a profile. You don't have to upload your resume. You can do a video, kind of talk about yourself. And if you own a restaurant, as a result of the pandemic, they're offering 90 days free access to this website. Um, so just go to our website, nashvillerestaurantradio.com. Click the link 
under our sponsors page and you can go straight to FOH and BOH, foeandbow.com, where they have 2,500 people with profiles right now who are looking for jobs inside the hospitality space. That's FOH and BOH.com. Delia, what are some places right now that are kind of hiring? So I get a lot of ads for jobs and restaurants on my personal social media because I guess it knows what I do. Um, but I noticed a few positions at Urban Grub this week, which is doing a really cool staycation series that I've told a lot of people about. They're doing a travel series featuring different um, areas of the world on weekends for takeout and for dine-in. Um, I've also seen the Hearts Kitchen that's opening soon is hiring. Just Love Coffee is hiring. And one of the coolest jobs, I'm, I'm trying to figure out, maybe I should get one, at Miss Bessie's Rooftop Bar and Pool at The Graduate. It is the oh most gosh. place. And they're looking for a ton of positions that I'm like, maybe I can be a lifeguard there. I don't know. Maybe I can be a cocktail waitress again there. I am excited about that. And there are a ton of jobs there. So I think one of the jobs is like pool, pool boy or pool attendant type I'm thing. Sure. Like, yeah. I mean, like I, you get to go hang out on the rooftop of the graduate in this like ultra luxury, cool place and hang out at the pool. Okay. <laughs> sign <Game>. me up. <laughs> Game. Not a bad way to spend a summer or, Anytime, really. I'll go in the winter, yeah. <laughs> so um, our next segment is brought to you by Spring Mountain Farms Chicken. You already know it's the best chicken on the planet, right? So now what? Go to springermountainfarms.com and join the flock. Sign up to be on their mailing list to find great recipes and up-to-date news right in your inbox. They also have a really cool button where you can click it and you can find out where you can find uh, Spring Mountain Farms Chicken locally what restaurants and what stores. So go check them out right now at springermountainfarms.com. So this has been a really interesting and hard couple of months, but I think on the bright side, a lot of people have opened their eyes to the targeting of the black community by law enforcement and the Black Lives Matter movement is taking, is, is making some space now. So we wanted to take a moment, highlight a list of black owned restaurants in Nashville we have posted them on nashvillerestaurantradio.com. They're also on the Tennessee Action for Hospitality's Facebook and Instagram pages. There's a full list. Um, while you're there, you can donate some money to help the hospitality industry who's already struggling from multiple hits here. Um, I want to highlight some of my favorite Black-owned businesses in town, but I want to know what some of yours are first. Uh, that's. I would love to talk about some of my favorites. I'll talk. I'll start off. I live in like the Bellevue area, so. Last night we checked out It's a Philly Thing in Bellevue. And that's one of those places that you talked about earlier where you said, hey, look look online. And if they close earlier, they close at 5.30 on most days. You got to kind of get the Friday and Saturday. They're open until 7.30, I believe. But look online, check them out. They are not doing online orders right now because they're just so busy at the walk-up counter. There is a line. But the um, It's a Philly Thing in Bellevue. It's a Philly Thing in Bellevue. If you like a legit... Philly cheesesteak, you need to go check it out. Make the drive to Bellevue and go check out It's a Philly Thing because it is amazing. Uh, I also love the Loading Dock. The Loading Dock is kind of Wedgwood and Lindell. And one and Amanda are the owners. And they are like two of my favorite people in the entire city. And I've known them as long as I can remember. And just, just amazing people. And I would love for you to go support them. They've got coffee, all kinds of local food and pastries, just kind of local stuff there. It's a great place to sit, collaborate, just hang out and um, enjoy a great cup of coffee. 
Um, I also got to love the Germantown pub. Germantown pub, you got to love the location. The fish and chips. <clears throat> the fish and chips. I think I ate that like the first four times I went there. And the um, trifecta wings are what they're famous for. They're just amazing. Uh, and I also want to give a shout out to Hook Seafood in Bellevue. So Hook Seafood in Bellevue, I haven't eaten there yet. I'm so sorry. So I'm giving a shout out. I'm going to. But I eat at Cancun Mexican Restaurant. Like you're the queso queen. I'm like the Mexican restaurant. Like three times a week, it's, it's a little out of control. I'm, gonna, I'm trying to change that. But Cancun and Bellevue next door is one of my favorites. And I definitely give a shout out to Hooks because they're right next door and they're doing some great business over there. And I've heard nothing but wonderful things and uh, I'm definitely going to check them out. What about you, Delia? Awesome. So I want to jump on your Germantown pub recommendation just because one of the best takeout experiences I've had was from there. I had food delivered and they have their own, I guess, delivery platform that I ordered from. And it was delivered in this like perfectly sealed packaged container that I just, I was really impressed by it. So I just wanted to jump on that uh, recommendation real quick. As far as that's a, it's, that's a big thing. I mean, people, yeah. they have all these new to go boxes and to have a sealed box that, you know, nobody like the Uber driver didn't grab a couple French fries on his way over to your house. Uh, and then nothing against Uber drivers, but that's a, that's a thing. I think that's a concern, but they have, yeah, they have a whole system where they it's locked down. You know, that it's good to go. Yeah. I was super impressed with that. Um, so as far as my favorites, I'll start with my favorite breakfast, which is probably my favorite breakfast in town, Big Al's Deli. Big Al is just, just a good human. You walk in and you feel like you're in his house and the food is amazing. Um, you get, I think you can even get delivered right now too if you don't feel comfortable dining out, but Big Al's is the real deal. It's one of my favorites um, that I recommend to everybody. Then I'll go hot chicken route. I do love slow burn, which just opened a location closer to me in East Nashville. And I think the coolest thing about slow burn is all of the interesting items they have. I got, so I went by myself and I, I kind of ridiculously blow it out when I go by myself sometimes, but I got a hot chicken breakfast burrito, which is like the size of my face, hot chicken breakfast burrito, which I can never turn down. And they have a hot chicken donut. So, hot chicken donut. Mm -hmm. So you've got the donut that kind of like cools the hot of the chicken with the sugar, and it's 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 a super cool, super cool option that you can get. I need that you, in my life. You can order it online, pick it up, eat it in your car, um, eat it with your cat, whatever. <laughs> um, and then one new place that oh I forgot about Hertz Hertz hot chicken is a trailer. That he's usually in a, I think it's a Dollar General parking lot in Mount Juliet. And Lamont Hurt is killing this. I mean, the hot chicken is one of my favorites in town. It's super flavorful. And the hot catfish is just amazing. So he also parks, I think he goes to some other places around town. But you've, like everywhere right now, followed him on social media, Hurt's Hot Chicken. And you can find them, find the hours, find the menu. He's also doing a hot chicken gyro, which I haven't tried yet, but looks super good. Oh my gosh. And so that's like the definition of what we're trying to do here on this show. You have to try Hertz hot chicken. He's in a truck outside the Dollar General in Mount Juliet. That's where you find the best food in the city. Don't stand in line at Hattie B's. No, nothing wrong with Hattie B's. I love Hattie B's, but go support Hertz hot chicken. That got, that's, I want, I got to try the hot chicken hero. Euro, I, I'm, that's, hoping for, I'm hoping for more Nashville appearances for him because I don't like drive. I don't like to drive, so I don't get out as often as I'd like to, but I'm um, hoping for a permanent location for him maybe one day in the city. Uh-oh, uh-oh. I would hope, I would hope. 
Um, and then I guess one more new place, new from the last year that I found this week was PH Craft Cocktails. So I went on a date there last weekend and um, had super distant spacing, sat on the cutest little pink chairs, very distant from everyone, felt safe, good cocktails, good people. I didn't meet the owners yet, but it's a cool spot in Wedgwood, Houston. That is uh, a place I'll return to for sure. Stay socially distance away from your date? Of course, always. <laughs> was it a, was it, what's that my mom raised a lady so was it a uh was it a good place to go for like a date i think so yeah because you can you can choose a table if you want there's some little like a sofa for sitting these chairs and table for sitting so you can have like a, a few different options and so I, th I thought it was a good first date spot okay so i guess that the obvious next question is will, will there be a second date yeah i mean there was there already was a second date so there already was a second date yeah. what'd you guys do on your second date um so we went to a brunch a couple days later at butcher and b oh. is another one of my great pandemic dining recommendations right now they have their patio set up i, I think they may have just opened indoor dining too but the patio is super cool it's all spaced out it's beautiful Right now, the, the weather is still beautiful. Their brunch is good. They're making their own bagels. Um, they've got their avocado crispy rice, which is always good. The whipped feta is always good. Plus, you can pair them with mimosas. So, solid second date. Sounds like a win-win. Um, I can't wait. What will be following that one? We find out if there was a third, fourth, how that goes. Um, so, now is the time, ladies and gentlemen. Now is the time I've been waiting for all day. I would like to know what's the Delia, right? So this segment is brought to you by Super Source. And who is Super Source, you might ask? Well, they are a family-owned, locally-operated chemical and dish machine company. They are completely different from their competitors, right? They are a service-driven business. So if you have a restaurant and you need a dish machine, and I know you're listening right now going, hey, I kind of do need a dish machine, listen up. They are a, uh, they also do, they do zero contracts, they have no minimums, and they service your, your restaurant every single week. They will come out 365 days a year, seven days a week, every single day. Jason Ellis is their managing partner, and I've had so much fun getting to know him. He's so eager to work with you, so much so that he's offering three months of a dish machine lease for free to Nashville Restaurant Radio listeners. That's no strings attached, no contracts, no minimums. Like I said, guys, our sponsors are here to help you get through this pandemic. So if you have some issues, you need a new dish machine, you need a company that is hustling, that wants to earn your business, check out SuperSource. Go to our website, nashvillerestaurantradio.com, click the sponsors link. I know you're gonna get tired of me saying this, but click the sponsors link, go to SuperSource, click there. Uh, Jason Ellis is available, his cell phone number's on there. He's an amazing guy, and this is an amazing company. I highly recommend. So, Adelia, what's, what's the Delia? Well, <clears throat> what's the Delia? It's not only a pickup line I got like 22 times last year when I got on Bumble. Not doing that again. But now <laughs> it's a safe space. Now it's a safe space for me to vent and like look at some important things, laugh, cry, just about things that are going on in the restaurant world each week that I think you should know about. And first up is sort of been, this is something that's been my hill to die on for the last few years, but especially now, what is the Delia 
with food Instagrammers and influencers asking for free food from restaurants who have been closed for three months. I mean, that is not a good look. That is not a good look. Um, no. I, I just, I've long been vocal about these people who are just asking for free meals. They signed up for Instagram when they saw that food bloggers got free meals. And I've never trusted these people. They would sit down at a media dinner, tell them what 22 allergies they have, and then ask for a to-go box to their dog. And I just, I have a hard time with takers because I'm a giver and I'm a restaurant enthusiast. And these people are emailing and DMing restaurants right now asking for free food during a pandemic. And I just, I, I cannot with these people. I cannot. I hope that that is something that this whole pandemic shakes out because these are, this is so dumb and you cannot take advantage of these people right now. These people are their live lines, their lives are on the line right now with their businesses. And um, it's just not a good look. And I will say there are a few people doing good. They're still putting their dollars out there, shining lights on restaurants. And those are the ones I hope stick around. And the rest of them, goodbye. I can't. Um, I can't. So as a journalist who is an advocate for people who are dining out and people who are struggling right now and haven't been out for three months and want to go out, like, we don't trust these people who are taking $10 ads for something that's not good. Like we want to believe, we want to believe what people are posting on social media. So I know the double whammy for the restaurant industry is tough and I want to support restaurants, but also want to support diners. So I'm kind of in the middle, but gosh, tone deafness is a thing with these people and stop DMing these restaurants for free tacos. You heard her, you heard it here first. And that's kind of what this restaurant, the, this show was born out of was, we don't want to take anything from you, but we want to support you. We want to talk about the people that are killing it out there right now. Um, good stuff, Delia. Thank you so much for that. And if you have comments, you have questions, you want to say something about that, please feel free to do so on our Instagram and our Facebook page using the hashtag the roundup. And I would like to point out, we did a contest here on national restaurant radio where I did a, the, the replay challenge right? You did it. I remember you did an awesome replay challenge. And um, it's a whole thing. Like we did a contest in the Moody Foodie was the one who won our contest. And the contest was a $100 gift card. And I'd like to give him props or her props. I don't even know who the Moody Foodie, the name of the person is. I know him. Josh, yeah. Okay. You know Josh. Okay. Fantastic. But when I said, where would you like your gift card to? He won for a picture of Margot. And he said, you know what? Just go to Margot and donate the $100 to them. Uh -huh. So I mean, he didn't even add, he didn't even want the hundred dollar gift card to go eat. He said, "Look, just donate it to the hospitality industry." So I That's wanted to give him absolute props. He's not one of those people that are DMing asking. Not that I'm aware of, but as far as I'm concerned, that guy's a winner, and I love you. And I think the food bloggers are doing some great things out there, Absolutely. promoting restaurants. It's awesome. Continue to do that. We want to support you. But right now, like you said, I mean, DMing people saying, hey, give me free food so that we can, so I can talk about your stuff. Just be legit and go out there and promote people that are doing a great job. Yeah, don't be tone deaf. All right, so we're gonna wrap this up um, for week one of the Nashville Restaurant Radio Roundup presented by Spring Mountain Farms Chicken. Thank you for listening. Thank you, Delia, for joining this, this show. This is so exciting having you here. Thank you so much for having me. It was a pleasure to do, and uh, thank you. So if you, guys, um, if you guys think we missed anything, let us know. We'd love to hear from you. And you can send us messages on Facebook, Instagram, 
And we're looking for your heads up next week for happy hours, brunch spots, restaurant owners with bad Yelp reviews for future what's the deal, yeah, et cetera. But it's been a pleasure to join you. Thank you. Well, I look forward to doing this every single week. So if you're listening to this, every single Friday morning, you can check out Nashville Restaurant Radio. We're going to do the roundup. We're going to change it up. We're going to be talking about the best restaurants in the city, who's opening, who's closing, all of this stuff. And um, so we will see you then. Um, we will see you next week. Hope that you guys are doing well. Love you guys. Bye. Awkward Zoom wave. <laughs> <laughs>